I'm going to let uh, Tony Stewart uh, introduce Dusty. I could, but I, I know, I've known T- Dusty since he was somewhere in this neighborhood. He's a family friend. Um, he's really like a, my like a nephew to me. Uh, him and my nephew Paul were best buds in high school, and uh, really loved Dusty and his family. And uh, you're going to be blessed today as he shares. But I'm going to let Tony share a few things about. Uh, Dusty, make sure you embarrass him real good or something like that, you know. I can't embarrass him. He's too good of a guy. Um, I was thinking within the last couple days, it was four years ago, a little more than four years ago, I was at a community showing of the movie Courageous. You guys remember the movie Courageous? And and as I was watching that, I kept thinking, man, that's where I'm at. I'm, 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 it's not okay to be a good enough dad. You know, in the movie, they said, oh, you're being good enough. And I thought, man, that's just me. It's not okay being a good enough dad. And two other friends kind of came out and were saying the same thing, and Brett Fisher and Dusty Neal. And we kind of got together, and that's where we started the Henry County Fatherhood Initiative that you've heard me talk about a few times. And, and Dusty and I have created a, a great friendship through that. Uh, it's kind of funny. When I was a kid, I used to run around with his uncle. Uh, that's how I stay young. I make friends with younger generations of the same good family. So, you know, it keeps me young. Um, Dusty, why don't you go ahead and come on up. Um, Friday, I was meeting with Eric, and one of the things I said was that I'm, I'm tired of sitting back, and I find myself saying, gee, God, you know, what are you, you going to do for me? And I find that being my prayer, and I'm, I was sick and tired of that and said, now my prayer is, God, here I am. What, what can you do through me? It's, I don't know if anybody else has been there, but that's, that's really where my focus has been lately, and I'm excited for Dusty to be here and share with you of what God is doing through him um, with Young Life and in his life. Michelle and I have the privilege of being on committee with Young Life, so we get to see um, exciting thing. You know, a year ago on the 23rd, we talked about what was going on with Joel, a year ago on the 22nd marked a one-year anniversary from when we got together with our very first information meeting about Young Life. So it's amazing what God has done within that year. So make Dusty feel welcome, please. Flip 180, you can, guys can be released, 4th through 7th. I feel like I'm so far away from you. Can I, can I move down there? Is that okay? I got to be with the people. That's what I do. In front. All right. Grab my water. It's so good to be with you guys today. I'm honored. I'm thrilled. Uh, what a blessing that that worship just was. We could leave right now, and that would be just fine by me. Um, that was that was just amazing. Uh, wow. Uh, let me pray for pray for our time, and uh, just that the Lord will use me. Father, thank you so much for this day, Lord. We thank you um, just for the, the time that we get to come together, Lord, and, and just worship your name uh, with other believers, Father, and just what a blessing and an honor that is. Uh, just a privilege, Lord, to have your presence here with us as a body of believers, Father. Lord, may we glorify you. May I glorify you today. Father, speak your words through me um, that it would be you um, working in here. Lord, we love you, we praise you, we just can't thank you enough for all that you do. It's in Jesus' holy and precious name we pray. Amen. Well, wow, it's, it is, like I said, such a privilege just to be here. Um, you know, as I look around this room, I see so many great people that have poured into me and poured into my life. 
and I am, I'm grateful for that. Um, I think about Scott and Carmen Cash and what a blessing they are to me and just how they shaped my life when I was in young life in high school. And people like Brenton Page Fisher and Eric, the Prebbles, all these people, great people that just poured into me, the stewards. And I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that we have opportunities to come back and just share and be in community with one another. And I'm just thrilled that Young Life is coming back because the impact it had in my life. I'll try not to cry this whole time, I promise. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, let's open up to Mark 12, 28 through 31. Mark 12, 28 through 31. Oh, I'm supposed to be using this here, I guess. Let's see. There we go. You guys might have to remind me to use this. I've never used a PowerPoint while speaking, so this is going to be new for me. But I better get used to that. So one of the teachers of the law came and heard them debating. Noticing that Jesus had given them a good answer, he asked, Of all the commandments, which is the most important? The most important one, answered Jesus, is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this. Love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. You know, and... As I just as I look around the world around us, you know, the problem is there's a lot of people walking around that don't love the Lord their God with all their heart and with all their soul, with all their mind and with all their strength. Maybe this is because they've never seen the love of Jesus. Maybe they've never experienced the love of Jesus. Maybe they've maybe they just flat out reject God. Maybe there's been something in their life where they've been hurt, they've been harmed, something's happened. Maybe that was one of you. Maybe that was. We live in a society, too, where following Christ is not popular. It's not the popular thing to do. It's, it's just not. But praise God that we can. Okay? Praise God. Now, let me take this a step further, and I just talked about this a little bit, but the Lord, as I was preparing this, the Lord was stepping on my toes. So I may be stepping on some of yours, and I apologize, but I, I, can't, I have to be obedient to God. Maybe we, and I'm talking about the church, maybe we don't always love the Lord our God with all our heart and with all our soul and with all our mind and all of our strength. Maybe we, maybe we don't do that. That's ouch. Man, that's, that's a hurt. Maybe we should do, do a better job of communicating the gospel. Maybe we should do a better job of, of just spending time with the Lord and what that looks like. Man, I, I can tell you in my own life, it's, it's hard. Sorry, this is totally off from where I'm going there, but, but it's so hard in my own life just to spend time with the Lord. We've got, you know, I've, I'm married, I've got three kids, and just the time commitment that that is, it, it, sometimes we put other things, and they're good things, but we can't do that. We've got to put the Lord our God first in everything that we do. Oh, man, I'm telling you, the Lord's really been working in my heart since we met Thursday, and the Lord has just been working. Oh, but as far as loving our neighbors, maybe we're the ones that are supposed to go out and tell them of the good news. Maybe the, we're the ones that are supposed to invest in them, just like the cashes and all these people that invested in me. 
Maybe we're the ones that are supposed to be out there in the front lines. When's the last time that you shared the gospel with somebody? Or, or for me, I really question, when's the last time I really shared the gospel with somebody? When's the last time that we just listened? Maybe everybody has a story and everybody wants to talk and everybody wants to share their story. When's the last time that you just went and you just listened to somebody? Yeah. You don't, we don't always have to give our two cents on it. Good. Oh, you see, this is the whole heart of young life. Young life seeks to pour into kids, especially those that don't have a relationship with Christ. Those kids that may never come through the doors of a church. That's the kids that Young Life tries to reach. But praise God that he, Young Life also reaches kids that went to church and grew up in the church because I needed it too. I needed to be poured into. Oh, man. With Young Life, with these kids, we're earning the right to be heard. And by that, I mean that we're building relationships with them. We're going where they're at. We're going to the, to the ball game. We're going to the ball diamonds. We're going to the, a skating event. We're going to whatever it is that the kids are doing. That's where we're at, and we're building relationships with them. We're earning their trust. We're helping them to see, wow, this adult really cares for me. He really loves me despite my flaws and despite the fact that my life is a mess. He loves me, and that's what Young Life is. That's why I love Young Life. I'm so passionate about it. I'm so excited. It's coming back. It's back. We're here. I get paid to do this. It's amazing. <laughs> so, ah, just, ah, whoo. But just helping the kids to see and helping others to see that they have a creator. They have somebody that loved them so much that not only did he create them, but he sent one to die for them because he loved them. And Jesus came and he died for you and he died for me. All of us that call on his name and believe in him and have a relationship with him, he died for us. Yeah. Isn't that great? Good news. Good news. And with Young Life, our message is so simple. Our message is Jesus. Our method is relationships. You'll hear me say that a lot because I want it to sink in. And this can be any ministry. Really, it should be our message, message is Jesus. Our method is relationships. Amen. Really simple. Going and building those things and building where people, building relationships where, where people are at and where they're at and they're walking in their faith. It's all about spreading the news of the gospel. We're sinners. We need a Savior. We all fall so short of God's glory, but praise God that it, through our messiness, through our just inability, the Lord came to save us. Amen. Oh, praise God for that. All right, I want to transition to, like I said, these slides are way off, sorry. There's creator, okay. All right, so with all this in mind, I want to go to my own story and, and just my walk in young life. Um, I grew up in a Christian home. We were pretty much at church. If, if church was open, we were there, you know, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday nights. Um, I'm, I'm thankful for my parents, my grandparents. They're here today. Um, just I'm, I'm thankful for the family I have. Um, when I got into high school, though, I heard of this event, and it was Young Life. Young Life, what is that? And it had my attention. Um, all these people, like the Cashes, I'm going to keep talking about them because I love them so much, but people like that that just came, and they just poured into me. Um, and I was like, what is going on? I don't understand why these people love me. Um, you know, and they, they just, where I was at, it didn't matter. They were there, and I, they were a listening ear. They were that shoulder to cry on. They were the people that just loved me for who I was. 
It was amazing. And little did I know that that ministry would change my life forever and change my wife's life forever and our kids' life forever. Um, Something that started in me 16 years, 17 years ago. So when I was, you know, all these people around, so first, you know, Young Life becomes announced what it is. Um, all these people, like I said, just started pouring into me. I see them at ball games. I see them at the school for lunches. You know how awkward it is as an adult to go into high schools and have lunch with kids? Yes. Try it sometime. It is ridiculous. <laughs> so I'm, I'm telling you, it's crazy. Oh, but for me, I thought I had it all together. You know, I was, I was the, the good kid. You know, I was on the ball teams. I was going to church. I was doing things. But I, I started to realize through Young Life, my life was about me. It wasn't about what the Lord was doing. It was about me and how I could flourish and how I could do things. And so that was the beginning of just, and it's been a long process, but that was the very beginning of me seeing, wow, there really is more to life than just me. So it's been a, it's been a journey, journey. Yeah, been a journey. We're getting there. Praise the Lord. Oh. But by the time I was a junior, I was helping lead wildlife. The, uh, wildlife is a, a ministry. It's young life for junior high kids. Young life is for just high school kids. And then we also have, I'll explain some of these a little later, we also have high, uh, college young life. And then we have Capernaum, which is our special needs ministry. And we also have Young Lives, which is our teenage mom's ministry. I love these ministries that young life has. Um, we don't have them here yet, but Lord willing, we will at some point. Got to have people to help me. Um, but what a humbling, coming back to high school. So junior leader doing this, what a humbling time where I got to go and I got to be poured into by leaders who were wanting me to lead. And they were just showing me that model of what this looks like. So humbling. Oh, I started to grow quite a bit and uh, just remembered just what a, what a blessing it was to, to be a leader. So flash forward, senior year, after my senior year of high school, graduate from Tri-High School down there in God's country. So um, from Tri-High 2002. And I went to wildlife camp. Paige Fisher, um, and there were some other leaders that went. Uh, but we took some junior high kids. I, I can't remember how many we took. I honestly can't remember who we took. But one thing I, I really that has stuck out to me since then, and it really came back to me as I was preparing this, is Paige poured into me, even during that week where I'm supposed to be leading these junior high kids. Here I am going off to college. I'm supposed to be leading these junior high kids, and Paige is still pouring into me. Dusty, you will be a great young life leader someday. What? You will be a great young life leader someday. I'm like, hmm, okay. I'll come back to that here in a moment. So I went off to Anderson University. Love AU. My wife's a graduate from there as well. Um, and so AU was a good fit. It was affiliated with the church um, that we went to here in town. Um, it was my best friend, Drew Cox, Katie Kennard. That's like my brother and sister. Um, Drew was going there, so I knew we could room together. Um, they were recruiting me heavily to play basketball. I was like, hey, this is, we can do this. This would be great. It was a natural fit. The first few months were spent just being there and just going to weightlifting and going to conditioning and playing open, in open gyms and going to tutor sessions and all this stuff. But through it all, I felt the Lord working in my heart. And I, I went back to those words that Paige told me, you're going to be a great young life leader someday. I'm thinking, 
is the timing now? I just don't know. I, you know, I was kind of burned out on basketball too at that point. And I just, I, I thought, yeah, this is right. I, I'm not supposed to play basketball. So the week of tryouts come, I go in, I talk to the coach, um, and he fully supported that. He was disappointed, but he understood. And that was kind of my, my first step of, of affirmation that, okay, I'm doing the right thing. Now, Lord, I'm being obedient. What do you want me to do? So literally like two days later, I get a phone call from Scott Spence, who's now the, or at that point was the area director, newly, like just came into our community. And he said, hey, you know, I hear you might be interested in being a Young Life leader. I'd love to meet with you, talk with you, see what your interest is. So I go, I meet him, and he's like, hey, I want you to be on student staff at Blue River. I want you to, you know, pour into this school. And I'm like, wow, okay, so this is all new. So I go to Blue River. I start meeting people. I, I actually run into the basketball coach uh, at the time who was Barry Huckabee. And he is like, hey, what are you doing here, Dusty? And I'm like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm doing Young Life. He's like... So you're going to be in the school? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, come be one of my varsity assistants. I'm like, that's a great idea. I get to go, still hang out with kids, do something I'm so passionate about with coaching basketball. What a cool thing. So the Lord used that for me to be able to go and to, to be a leader in a school for two years where I get to pour in these kids. Um, you know, we did more than just the basketball team, but what a great opportunity. I had 20 boys that I was with every single day, and I got to pour into, and they got to ask me questions. And through that, we took about eight of them to camp, and what a great experience. And I, and I, I have to share this because the Lord just, it, it really worked in my heart, but I, I ran into a dad of one of those players this past week at Cafe Royale, and he said, Dusty, you won't believe the impact that you had on my son. I'm so glad that you're coming back, that Young Life's coming back because it's so needed in our community. Yes. And I thought, oh, praise God. It's nothing I did, but God working through me. Right. So, ah, it was just amazing to see. I'm really passionate about this, sorry. Whew. So I did that for two years, but then life kind of got in the way. I, you know, I'm, I'm still in college. I'm still trying to, to, to get you know, through that, graduate, that sort of thing. Um, so I did. I, I, I did it for two years. We went on. Difficult decision because I felt so much in my heart what a great ministry this was, not knowing the Lord would bring me back to it, but knowing that I just loved it so much. My son's crying. He is thinking I'm speaking too long or something, maybe. So, but, it, it, yeah, the Lord just worked in me during that time and said, it's okay. So I went on. I didn't know exactly what it was, but I know any, knew that anywhere I went, the Lord was going to lead me in ministry. So I graduated college. I better show a couple of pictures here. That's me in high school, far right, skinny, athletic, dusty, as I like to refer to myself. Um, not now. This is at Timberwolf Lake. It is a Young Life camp that we will be going to this summer, and Lord willing, taking a bus full of kids. So... Uh, what a great time. Some really great leaders there. Some great friends. Some of our best friends today still. This is my wife and I. As, we, as I went into social work, my wife and I got married uh, December 19th, 2009. What a blessing. Um, she, was, she is. Good night. I married up. I can say that now that she's out of the room. But 21 months later, or I'm sorry, one year, one month, and one day later, we welcome that little girl into the world, Allie Grace. That is just 
a few months ago before her fourth birthday. And then 21 months after her, we welcomed our second little blessing, Emma Faith, into the world. They're both back there, probably hanging from the rafters currently. So, and then that's the little guy you just saw, born December 1st, Titus Edward. So we are, we are blessed for sure. But so I, so I started in social work. Came out of high school, I started in social work. Was in social work for four years. Loved it. Realized some of those principles that I had learned in young life, I was able to carry over into these families that I poured into for social work. I worked with Head Start for three years, and I worked for Lifeline Youth and Family Services for a year. So that last year, I really, that was a really trying time, a time where I got to, uh, basically, I worked with DCS. So anytime uh, a child was removed from the home, I was the aftercare. And I got to pour into these families and just share the love of Christ. Praise God that Lifeline Youth is a, it's a Christian company, and they allowed us the freedom to do that. But I, through that, just I was able to, to minister to people and realize the need and, and realize just how cool that young life really was. The Lord started working in my heart, uh, showing me that I needed to go back to school and finish what I had set out to do. So I went back and I got my degree. I, I have a degree. It's general education. But I went back and finished my special ed license. I went to Greenfield Central. I taught special ed for a year, coached basketball there. Um, really loved my time. But during that, the Lord was still working in my heart, and I didn't know what was going on. The Lord was just working, and I was like, man, what, is, what am I supposed to do, Lord? I know you're pulling me. You're pulling me in a different direction. Um, so I went, and I, I um, went back to work for one of my closest buddies, Travis Thompson, all of Leaf Landscaping. He's gracious, brought me back on. I'd always work for him in the summers. Um, and I said, I don't know really what the Lord's doing, but if he keeps me here, I'll be content. If he moves me, I want you to know, that's a possibility. So um, flash forward January 22nd, like Tony was talking about. January 22nd of this past year, uh, one of my best friends in the whole world, Brandon Atwood, um, had invited us to come to this meeting. And at this point, you know, kind of, he updated me what was going on, what we were doing. He updated me, said, yeah, we're going to bring Young Life back. I'm, you know, at this point, Brandon was like, I'm, I think I'm going to be the area director. Um, I think that you know, this is what the Lord's doing. And, and had a vision for this. And then Duke Ham, another guy here in the community, had the same vision. Um, and they got together and brought it all together. And it's been an amazing journey here. Um, so January 22nd, we have this meeting. And there's all sorts of people in the room that are just excited about Young Life coming back and the prospect of that great ministry. And everybody was so excited. And we started moving forward. We started meeting once a month. Well, in April, I get an email from the regional director with the Young Life, John Houghton, who's my boss now, and he says, hey, I want you to be the area director. What? What's Brandon? Brandon? Brandon's going to be the area director. So I call Brandon. I'm like, what is going on? He's like, no. I, he's like, I meant to share this with you before now. But he's like, the Lord's been working in our life. And my wife is going to go back. Keisha, she's going to go back. And she's going to take a full-time job. I'm going to stay home with our boys. And I'm going to work in our church. He's like, the Lord's tell, just really been working in my heart to tell me that you're going to be the area director. I'm like, little heads up here, buddy. That would have been nice. <laughs> Trying to figure this out would have been nice. Come on. So in April, uh, my wife started praying through this. We, we seeked a lot of wise counsel, talked through it with a lot of great people, and realized, okay, this is what the Lord has for us. So we decided in uh, May of that, May 31st, I believe, 
is that I would accept the position, but we weren't going to start until January 1st. That was a long seven months. Um, been meeting as a committee, been meeting just figuring out what this looks like and how we're going to do it and where we're going. And I'm grateful for Tony and Michelle and their vision and their leadership on that board. Um, it's been great to see this body of believers just come together and just with the same heart and the same mission for where we're going in young life. I'm forever grateful about that. <sighs> the world around me, I had people say, oh, you've left all these professions and you're going to that? You have to fundraise money? The world says I'm stupid, but the Lord tells me I'm blessed. And I am thankful for that. Because there's a lot of negativity around us. Maybe you're in the same position. There's a lot of things that can go against us, but you know what? The Lord still calls us blessed. You know, oftentimes I, th I think of myself like Moses. And I think of, I just, I feel like I'm so unequipped, une unequipped to do this. But the Lord is working, and I just can trust in Him, knowing that He has a plan on my life, knowing that He is faithful to complete good works when He starts it. And so we can trust Him no matter where you're at, whether it's young life, or you work in a factory, or you're a teacher, or a pastor, or whatever you do, we can trust in the Lord. And what an amazing gift that is. Speaking of plans, let's, let's flip to Jeremiah 29. A lot of people know this. It's my, it's my favorite passage of Scripture. There's our family Christmas card. All three kids were not, be, not digging it. Oops. Back. All right. Jeremiah 29, 10 through 14. This is what the Lord says. When 70 years are completed for Babylon, I will come to you and fulfill my gracious promise to bring you back to this place. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will listen. The Lord listens to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart, and I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back from captivity. That's amazing. The Lord listens to us. And better yet, He already knew what we were going to do. He has a plan on our life. It's a plan to prosper us, not to harm us. A plan to give us a future and to give us hope. What an amazing gift that is. Amen? Wow. Now, not to say that life is easy. My goodness, it's not easy. We have trials and tribulations and things that we have to go through. But during those times, God's still there. He's still present. He's still molding and shaping us, working in our hearts. What a great gift that is. And when we don't know the answer and we don't know what to do, we must turn back to our first love. Mark 12, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and all your strength. Turn back to that and love your neighbor as yourself. Man. And like I said, life isn't always comfortable. Being a Christian isn't comfortable. Yeah. It's not popular. It's not fun sometimes. People may attack you. People may attack your family. And it's not necessarily them. There's spiritual warfare going on all around us. Satan doesn't want to see young life succeed. He doesn't want to see new covenants succeed. 
He doesn't want to see any of that succeed. But God does, and God has defeated the enemy already. He's already done it for us through Jesus Christ. So what's your calling? Where do you fit in? Maybe it's young life. Maybe some of you in this room think, wow, I want to get involved in young life. Or maybe you've already done that. You say, yeah, I'd like to get involved in young life. We need you. We're here. We need you. Okay? Maybe it's a different ministry. Maybe you're supposed to be working with children. That's fantastic. That needs to happen as well. There's so many different ways you can be involved in this community. I just encourage you to be involved in some way. Whatever the Lord has gifted you in, because we each have different gifts, use it for His glory. So with that, I do want to share how you can be involved in Young Life. Sorry, this is terrible. i got to get better at this. All right, lots of ways. We need volunteer leaders. Volunteer leaders are the Scott and Carmen Cashes. They come into the high school, no matter how goofy it is to come into a lunchroom full of high school kids, they came in and they loved on us. They went to the ball game. Scott was one of my football coaches. They just did things. They were around. They were present. And I could always count on them. That's what a volunteer leader does. Now, that's going to look different from person to person. You know, you may be able to say, hey, you know what, Dusty, I can give you two hours a week. Or you may be able to say, hey, I can give you 10 hours a week. I don't care how much time you can give. If you can give any and you feel that that is where the Lord has called you, we will use you and we will figure out a way to make that time commitment work. Okay? So if you feel like volunteer leader is something you would be interested in, I would love that. Um, we, we have a committee. We have about 13 people on this committee right now. Um, we need more. This committee holds me accountable. Um, they, they oversee the finances and ensure the integrity of young life is standing and what that looks like. Um, I'm thankful for that committee because they've, they've told me, they said, Dusty, we want you to be able to focus on the ministry. Now I have to worry about money, and I am so thankful for that and for that vision of a committee who, who loves me and my family, who more importantly than that, loves the Lord and wants to see this succeed. So if you feel called to be kind of a, an administer of that, that's a great need. We still need, you know, uh, well, we need a lot of people for that area because we're getting ready to make subcommittees. So maybe you don't feel like you want a monthly commitment to just committee. Well, subcommittees, they meet less than that, less frequently. Um, like we have a banquet committee. Well, they're only going to meet, you know, around the banquet time. Um, we have a prayer committee, which I'm going to tell you right now, and, and we're going to cover this here in a minute, but I'll cover it twice because that is the most important thing in our ministry is prayer. Prayer for these kids, prayer for our leaders, prayer for the families that we're going to touch, prayer for just the Lord's will to be done, that this wouldn't be about Dusty Neal or this wouldn't be about whoever else is involved, but totally about God and what he wants to do. So if you feel like that's an area where, yeah, I could get involved in committee, I, I could do that, come see me. Of course, we need help financially. Um, this is probably our, my hardest area. I tried to joke. I said, if your gift is giving, we are great at receiving gifts. I'm not really great at that. I'm not great at fundraising. So I'm so glad that we have a committee of, of Tony Stewart's and Duke Hams and people like that who can go out and they can do that because they're great at it. But if you feel like you are called to give, then we would love that. And we would appreciate that so much. But no, no pressure. There are other ways. Maybe your gift is baking. Anybody have high school kids or you deal with high school kids? High school kids like to eat. 
okay? The leaders of high school kids like to eat, okay? I like to eat. If you, baking, pizzas, whatever your gift is, we need it. We need help just in any way. I mean, there's, there are endless opportunities. There's more things than what I've listed up here. If you think of another way that you could get involved, come see me. Let's talk about this. But like I said, just, I want to just reiterate just that prayer. If you would pray for me and pray for Chrissy and our kids, if you would pray for our leaders and pray for our committee, if you would pray for the kids and the families that we'll be able to impact, pray for our regional leaders and our, we have a president in Young Life. Young Life's been around for 75 years now. Next year will be the 75th year. Started with a man in 1941, Jim Rayburn, who had a vision for reaching lost kids and going and meeting them where they're at. That's the heart of Young Life. If you feel led to, to pray, come see me. I'd love to have you. I, what I want to develop is a prayer team. We don't have one of those yet. I want to develop that. So uh, please come see me. Sorry, get lost here. Um, that is my contact info. It's kind of hard to see. It's dusty.younglife at gmail.com. Or you can also reach me on my cell phone, 765-524-4261. I'd love to hear from you. If you have ideas, you have thoughts, you just want to get involved, you want to pray for us, however you seem fit, I would love for you to get a hold of me. And we can, we can make this available some other way too so you guys can have it. But we're going to take a look at a video about Young Life, share a little more scripture, and then we'll, uh, we'll close it. It doesn't matter where you live, all kids are the same. Every kid has this desire to be loved. Every kid has this desire to figure out what the future might hold. They're looking for meaning. They're looking for purpose. They're looking for something of eternal significance to believe in, whether they know it or not. Young Life is concerned adults moving into the teenage culture. We are the arm of the church to reach out to kids who would never come to church. We do that by going where they are. We enter into kids' worlds. We invest hundreds and hundreds of hours developing relationships. In the hopes of building trust, having fun. We'll go wherever kids happen to be. We have been going to field hockey games. We have been going to basketball games. Just walking with them through life. We don't criticize them. We don't judge them. We just accept them for who they are. Going to where kids are is not something you do once a week or once a month. It's something that happens day in and day out. And that's what I teach my leaders. And they go, well, it, it, was, it was bad. We'll show up again. And you keep showing up and you're consistent. Because consistency and faithfulness will lead to trust. And it's only when trust is built that we have gained a hearing with the kid to share with them the greatest news in the world. Young Life Club is controlled chaos. We have a great once a week event. We do music and skits. It is crazy games crazy skits, crazy characters, kids acting crazy, messy. Club is fun. We do a lot of different stuff. 
all pointing towards and building towards being able to hear the gospel in a unique, fun way. Young Life Camp is kids going full tilt, having the funnest time in their life in some of the most beautiful places in the world. You get a chance to go somewhere for a week where you can experience things for the first time. And they'll go like, what, have you ever blob? No, it's a blob, or have you ever been on Zipline? No, it's Zipline. Life Camp is it gets the kids out of crazy environments and allows them to be in a place where they can really hear from God. Whatever camp you go to and club starts, people run in to get a front row seat. There's music and there's humor and there's a whole lot of fun and laughter, but there's also a talk at every single camp club meeting and kids want to hear. They're captivated. Message sometimes is very touching, sometimes it's very deep, and sometimes it's funny but straight to the point. Every kid has the right to hear about Jesus Christ in a way that they understand. If they respond to the gospel, that's incredible, and we want to help them grow in their faith. And if they say no, we're still going to love them. It's for us with the calling to go to them and go, I've got good news for you that could save your life and change what you do in the way that you go. All that we do is about changed lives. And I know that because my life has been changed through God's life. Campaigners is for kids that want to take the relationship farther with the Lord. They're trying to learn what it's like to follow Christ. They can poke around, ask questions. You see their lives change, and you see them change directly related to their drinking in of the gospel. So many people and organizations write off kids. You're dealing with kids that you see so much potential in, you know, that you can see the future for them, a beautiful, bold future for them, and, and they can't see that themselves. We get to know them and call them by name, just like God knows us and calls us by name. It doesn't get any sweeter than that. For me to be part of that journey with them is a huge privilege. We want to enter into their world and go, you know what? You are worth it. And I'm going to chase after you. And I'm going to love you. And we're going to have fun together. And my hope is that one day I'll get to tell you that the God of the universe loves you like crazy. That's Young Life. It's, it's a great ministry. If you feel called to be involved, we'd love to have you. Let's flip to Romans 12. We'll finish there. Romans 12, 1.
Therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve that God's will is good and pleasing and perfect will. For by grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the measure of faith God has given you. Just as each of us has one body with many members, these members do not all have the same function. So in Christ, we are many who form one body, and each member belongs to all others. We have different gifts according to the grace given us. If a man's gift is prophesying, let him use in proportion to his faith. If it is serving, let him serve. If it is teaching, let him teach. If it is encouraging, let him encourage. And if it's contributing to the needs of others, let him give generously. If it is leadership, let him govern diligently. If it is showing mercy, let him do it cheerfully. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual further, serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with God's people who are in need. Bless, bless them and practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you and bless, the, bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice, mourn with those who mourn, and live in harmony with one another stop there. I'm going to pray. Eric's going to come up and close. I just, again, I just want to thank you for the opportunity just to be heard. Again, if you feel like you're led to, to be a part of this in some way, please see me. Contact me. Um, Eric's got my contact information as well. You can see the Cassius, Stewart's, um, whoever. Uh, but we'd love to have you. Let me pray. Father, thank you. Thank you for this opportunity just to come and just to serve you, Lord. May you be glorified in what we're doing, Father. Lord, I ask that you bless young life. Bless this, this ministry. Bless the kids, Lord, that you're, you're going to have influence on through this, Lord. Father, bless the leaders. I just ask that you work through me. Help us, Lord, just to do your will, to know what to do, know what to say. Sometimes, Lord, we don't know what to say. But, Father, you do. And so I just ask that you always give us the words. Help us to trust you more and to know you more. We love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Stay right there, Dusty. We're just going to pray for you. If you would, reach out your hand. Yeah. It's going to bless him. You know, the word says, Dusty, that pray to the Lord of the harvest. That's right. The harvest is plentiful, yeah. but the laborers are few. And I know you need an army of laborers. You need an army of uh, people who will raise up around you. So, Father, we're going to pray for that right now in the name of Jesus, that, Lord, you would raise up laborers. Lord, I know there's people here in this congregation, God, that can give two or three or four hours a week to help. Lord, you've called this church as well to reach this young generation. And so, Father, we ask your blessing upon Dusty and the committee team. 
that God, you would give them wisdom and revelation to know you, the living God, more. That God, you would guide every step, that you would anoint them, and that you would give them wisdom on every step. Father, we thank you for Dusty just answering the call to lead Young Life back to this community. Lord, it's been gone for many years, but we thank you, God, that you're resurrecting it. And we just ask, God, for your power and your anointing to bring the loss to you, God. That many young ones would come to know you through this ministry. So, Father, thank you. Let your grace, let your grace be upon Dusty and the team. And may you further the kingdom in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. We love you, Dusty. Thanks for coming. Well, this concludes our service. Dusty is going to hang around if you want to talk to him. But uh, may God bless you guys. Have a great week, and we love you in Jesus' name. Amen.